Welcome to the Red Light Report, your number one source for all things red light therapy, where you will learn how to optimize your health, wellness, and longevity with the power of photobiomodulation. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Belkowski. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Red Light Report. On today's episode, we have Dr. Paige Roberts, and Paige is a sports psychology consultant and athletic energy alchemist, helping athletes in resetting their nervous system back to optimal performance. She holds a degree in exercise science, master's of social work, and a doctorate in integrative medicine. She has worked with every level of athlete, including collegiate, national champions, and Olympic gold medalists. Also, Worth noting, she's been certified as a light therapist going on for nine years, and she really enjoys the quantum physics aspects of light therapy for the energetic body. We'll get into a lot of interesting topics, I'm sure, today. So without further ado, Paige, welcome to the Red Light Report. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. And, and just going through your website and seeing all the different unique treatments, it's a very unique collection of treatments you offer. and. Uh, a very interesting background too. And for people that want to learn more about Paige, go check out her website, robertsneurotraining.com. We'll have all the links and stuff in the show notes. So don't feel you have to uh, memorize it. But if you want to learn more about her, she has a very long bio on her website. She has many unique qualities and characteristics. So go learn more about her there. Paige, give us a breakdown, kind of the origin story of how you came to be where you are today with such a unique collection of expertise and knowledge and, and treatments that you offer today started with my own healing. I had uh, terrible stress fractures and eating disorder from a very awful coach in high school. And so that got me into going to sports psychology and talking to a sports psychologist. And so then I studied exercise science and then went into social work because that's what my past sports psychology consultant was who had worked with me. So I wanted to be able to help individuals the way that he did. But the thing about this individual is he was using hypnotherapy, EMDR, somatic experience, and then what later became brain spotting is what it's called. It's an altered uh, consciousness state trauma reprocessing therapy, which really works on our energetic body and releasing from our fascia any sports injuries that we could be holding on to that fight, fight, freeze sympathetic nervous system reaction, which can inhibit an athlete's reflexes. So I really started there about 11 years ago in formulating my private practice around training the brain and allowing for athletes to release trauma from their nervous system so their reflexes came back online and then they could achieve greatness, essentially. And concussions particularly, we really need to release the charge of the whole experience and going back through it in the altered state. And so that's how I'd healed from my concussions at, well, my swim team school bus crashed when I was 18, layered on top of... <laughs> the stress fractures and so on. So there were two things going on with sports injury overtraining and then the concussion. So uh, what got me introduced to the photobiomodulation was I had attended a Big Sky Athletic Training Sports Medicine conference and I had uh, connected with Pat Carnes, who was selling these multi-radiance lasers. And he was there presenting. He'd worked for the Avalanche in USA Hockey for years as an athletic trainer. And I was kind of thought this stuff was magic. You know, he was saying that you can heal from an athletic injury 50% quicker. And I'm like, hey, where was this stuff in undergrad? Where was this stuff when I had stress fractures and all these things? And then I got into a private conversation with him and he's like, oh, you work with sports concussions? I said, yes. And he said, have you looked at Dr. Michael Hamlin's work? And I said, no. And 
So he directed me to the Wellman Photomedicine Clinic out of Harvard, and I started just consuming all of his peer-reviewed studies that he had around healing the brain from concussions and reversing Alzheimer's and stroke and uh, paralysis and all sorts of interesting things, as well as um, his current research around putting the light therapy on the stem cells and the shins and the sternum to essentially have those stem cells become mobile and go where they need to go to heal the body. So I bought my first lasers. I had a hot laser and a cold laser and started integrating them into my practice and started to get really cool results. And one of the most notable results was in the very beginning. She was a skier and a soccer player, and she had had an injury in downhill skiing. And Stedman Hawkins uh, Clinic had said that the only way for this individual to get out of low back pain was to have her spine fused at 16 years old. And I said, I don't know about that. Let's just try this. It was very devastating that they were saying this girl could never ski again because dad had been a U.S. ski team coach, brothers on the U.S. ski team. So it was a very you know sad time in that family's life. And so they're really looking for hope. And I was like, yeah, let's just try it and see what happens here. And so we did the altered state around reprocessing the injury. And then we started right away with the lasers. And it came to a point finally where and you could actually see where the vertebrae had shifted off to the side. And I said, you know, maybe it's a good time to go back to the chiropractor and see if they can adjust this now because it would not adjust. And I worked concurrently with this amazing chiropractor back in uh, Stemo Springs is where I was. And she went in and I guess he just cracked it right back into place. The girl was out of pain and played soccer the next year and has not had any pain at all. So to have that kind of diagnosis and then be able to use these lasers and that level of healing is profound. So that's what got me started and kind of addicted to it. That's amazing. That that's a great anecdote, uh, anecdotal story. Yeah, and so um, a few of my case studies have been written about in this book. This was written very well. She was a medical researcher, Stephanie Hallett. So I would recommend she interviewed Hoblin and all the greats within this industry. But that story was written about in here, and then another book that Dr. Norman Deutsch talks about healing with uh, red light therapy as well. So these are both. Resources, if you want to know more and just uh, case studies and so on, these two books are amazing. I'm always looking for more books to read, so I love the recommendations. Getting back to the red light therapy, you said hot laser and cold laser. Can you give us a uh, definition or, or explain what the difference is between the two? Yeah, the cold laser doesn't have any e-stem aspect, so it's just the flashing lights. The hot laser actually has an electrical stimulation aspect, so when you're running it across the nocio receptor and... It will signal if a muscle is turned on or turned off or is hypervigilant because when we have injury, the nociceptors will shut down and not communicate with the midbrain. So that's the whole point of the hot laser that you're running it over the muscles and it's finding ones that need the e-stem piece. And then concurrently, it's pushing the light therapy, which is just the flashing pulsed red light. The e-stem piece is its own treatment, essentially. It's a secondary to the photobiomodulation. And these lasers, I really love them. And in the very beginning, I was doing the whole protocol and trying to put it up the nose and in the ears and on the brainstem is what we used to do with the concussions. The literature started catching up with dosing and the ability to use the LED light therapy pads and that they were just as effective. In the very beginning, when we thought that the laser may be the only thing that's doing, and these are very expensive little guys and you have to use your license number to get one of these multiple radiance lasers. But with the laser, essentially it hits the skin and disperses. Well, with the LED light therapy, it just, you want to have uh, LED lights 
all over the tissue because it just comes straight down in impacts with the near infrared and the red light. This is a helmet in light therapy company. I've worked with them for about eight years because their products hold up. That's been another kind of thing when you're laying someone down on the treatment table over here, it, they're laying on all this stuff and everything. Sometimes little wires and stuff can break. And so this has been a company that I really value because they are good about replacing pieces, but not saying that there aren't other great products out there. And there's a lot of good products coming onto the market now because it's becoming enough literature is compiling around the head injury piece and Parkinson's and so on that we can actually start really marketing to put it on the head. Because I've been kind of doing it like, well, you know, you're signing a waiver. This is what we're doing. This is what the literature says. Here's the peer-reviewed studies. But it's when you're kind of on the cutting edge of things, you're Velcroing together pads to make helmets. <laughs> Functional form to a certain degree, but as long as you're getting the results right. Yeah, people look kind of goofy and they always kind of look at me like, what? You want me to do what? Because I also put audiovisual entrainment like the glasses and the flashing lights and sounds on someone concurrently to essentially be entraining the brain waves while we're boosting the system with dopamine. And because the light therapy boosts the system with dopamine, nitric oxide, stimulating the mitochondria and increasing circulation and detoxification and breaking down calcification. That's been one of the other really cool things. I had this one client that had really terrible arthritis. I had this client who had really terrible arthritis in her hands and her hands were very misformed and her hands started to come back to form from using these polychromatic pads. It was amazing. And then I had a downhill mountain biker who had a huge bone spur on his wrist and they were talking surgery again at Stedman Hawkins. This was back in Steamboat. Stedman Hawkins is a very elite amazing um, orthopedic surgery clinic in Vail where a lot of elite athletes go and they were talking, taking it out and doing really invasive surgery. And we used the laser on it and broke it all up and he was fine. Was it infrared? Near infrared? Yes. Yeah, it was the near infrared. Yep. So that blows my mind. I've never heard of a structural component, let's say a torn labrum or an osteophyte, to your point, being altered by red light therapy or near infrared light. So I guess, what's the mechanism for that to happen? It's breaking it down. It's the calcification that's breaking down. We also, what I've observed with doing the QEG brain scans, because I do brain scans to look at the brain, also the pre and the post with this stuff. And I added that in about seven years ago, or I guess going on eight years ago now. So in the very beginning, I wasn't looking at the brain to see what we were doing. But regardless, you know, when the brain bounces around in the skull, there's that contra coup piece. Well, there gets to be a calcification sheet around the brain. There gets to be the oxidative stress. So we know that we're breaking that down too, because I see the neurocommunication coming back out to the entire brain. And how we measure that with this Wabi QEEG is it's the P300. So 300 milliseconds, if it's longer than 300 milliseconds for you to get a signal of a sound in your ear and then click a mouse, we know how slow over the 18 leads in the area of the brain you're responding to that input. So we will see that at the outside of the brain sometimes has zero reaction time, gosh, with a blast. So that's the worst that I've seen, okay? So I've worked with really terrible car accidents. I've worked with Parkinson's. I've worked with Alzheimer's. I've worked with stroke, all sorts of individuals. But the biggest one was veterans that have these blast injuries with their brain. Their brain, it just like their voltage will be down to about a 0.5. It's unreal. And it should be about 20, about as much energy going through the brain as a light bulb. But that's been the most profound that I've seen with my clients is those blast 
injuries to the brain and those coming back online and getting back into normal range and then seeing on the very outside of the brain that it is responding and staying under that 300 milliseconds of how quickly that feedback loop. And that's that reaction time piece that I'm talking about with athletes that you layer the altered state and reprocessing the traumatic event and then the light therapy and rushing it in all these amazing stimulating to have the antioxidant aspect. So the tissue recovers, but really cool stuff. And you talk about this stuff and you try to talk to a neurologist or any of these individuals about this stuff, but they're just kind of like, well, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Well, well if it works for them, they're just like, well, I have the research, the literature, the, the case studies, like it's, it becomes a little frustrating because you want everyone to benefit from this. You want the military, you want every single sports team to integrate these things in so that we're not seeing these things on the news about suicide and CTE and all these other scary things. Well, guys, BioLite has what's called bundles. So simply go to the BioLite website, BioLite.shop, go into products, and there will be a tab for bundles. With each of these bundles, there's three of them, you save 20% off on the entire package. For example, we have the Beauty Bundle, which includes a Shine and Stand, a Guardian Plus, and the Longev Revive Cream. So that bundle of three products, you save 20% off the entire package. There's the Recovery Bundle. That includes the Recharge Plus panel, the Guardian mouthpiece, and then the Longev recover cream and that recover cream is just like the revive cream except it has added cbd oil infused into it that package of three items all comes at 20 percent off and then the last bundle which is the most versatile bundle in the sense that you get to pick and choose what products you want you get to pick and choose from the recharge plus panel the restore plus panel or the matrix full body mat and then you get to choose between the guardian and guardian plus and then you get to choose between the revive and the recover cream it also includes the shine and stand so you get to choose between black and silver by purchasing those four products in the ultimate bundle you save 20% off all of the products you also save 20% off shipping so literally the entire package and shipping is 20% off so if you're ever needing some red light therapy products and are looking for a discount just remember the bundles are always 20% off 365 days a year no coupon code necessary and just to backtrack a moment page you're saying a lot of those benefits you're seeing from the reaction time, blast injuries, that kind of stuff is from not only the benefits of modulating inflammation, improving circulation, mo optimizing mitochondrial health, but you're saying the decalcification aspect of red light therapy. You know, think about like throwing an apple against the wall and what comes up around an apple. And that's how it was explained to me by this. And she's a German doctor and does a lot of energy healing and those kinds of things. And she was telling me, like, with that oxygen stress, too, we're then modulating a lot of toxins. And so I need to be really careful when I'm putting the light therapy on people's heads and having them take a binder or something. Because when we have the oxidative stress, all the bad things, you know, within our circulation, within our, we're consuming as much plastic as a credit card every day is what they're saying with the integrative medicine world. So we need to be careful when we are modulating and bringing back blood flow. We're also detoxing, moving metals, moving toxins. But she was the one that was really expressing to me that like, yeah, you're getting rid of that oxidative damage on the outside of the brain since it bounced around in the skull. And there's no way to prevent it bouncing around the skull. That's why when individuals, you know, they'll hit their head with a primary concussion if they hit their head. But oftentimes you'll see athletes brace themselves and hold their head up, but the brain still bounces. So they're still dealing with some of those post-concussion syndrome symptoms, having a decreased voltage, having a decreased uh, reaction time. So that's what I'll see. And the QEG came out of 
CU Boulder, Dr. Frank Claremont. He used to work with Avalanche, the US ski team. He's an adjunct professor down in Denver's CU Medical School, but he's a huge supporter of the light therapy and then was the lead physician with his QEEG because he really found that even though individuals weren't diagnosed with a concussion, if the mechanism of injury happened, they have the concussion where we're actually looking at the brain. And so there's actually a four-year study they did with the CU football team and the female soccer team in showing measurements throughout the season and saying, hey, even though none of them were diagnosed with concussions, we're seeing neuroinflammation and we're seeing a decreased reaction time. And then we also see a beta-theta ratio, beta being our sympathetic nervous system, fight, fight, freezy, and then our theta being our parasympathetic, the rest of recovery. We will see a huge ratio of up and down, up and down, up and down when the brain's in trauma. And we will also see then with the light therapy and releasing the undischarged energy from the nervous system from the injury, you'll get back in that alpha and decrease that beta-theta ratio because alpha is our flow state and our optimal state we want to be in all the time. Interesting. So is that something you would use, let's say, prophylactically like that helmet per se, even if you're a quote-unquote healthy individual? Is that something you use maybe, let's say, once or twice a week on a consistent basis? Honestly, we have such a hard time detoxing. Detoxing is going to be like, it's like the fountain of youth. So if you can get yourself to detox persistently and have antioxidants persistently, you are reversing aging. And so that's the biggest thing at 25, 23 to 25, girls start aging a little quicker because uh, we're more developed. (laughs) But at that point, we're tearing down and rebuilding and we're tearing down at a faster rate than we're rebuilding. So when you're utilizing the light therapy on the brain, you are actually kind of stagnating, dying, you know, you're, you're kind of countering it. So yes, it's in giving us antioxidants. And when we talk about cortisol stress and oxidative stress, which we all encounter all day, every day, that is, you know, we have a cell and it has four oxygen molecules and uh, a free radical take away one oxygen molecule. We put the light therapy on and we get that antioxidant in there and we save the cell. But if the cell gets rid of two, if two free radicals take off those oxygen molecules, the cell will die. So that's why it's so important to constantly be putting antioxidants in our body. We hear about eating vegetables and all these good things. Well, the light therapy is going to be something that can reverse that aging by releasing a whole bunch of antioxidants in our system. 100%. I mean, from a bioenergetic perspective, free radicals, which are just a normal part of mitochondrial respiration, right? But like you mentioned, we get them from so many different aspects in life. And the more free radicals you produce, that's free radicals literally steal electrons from you. And as I've said many times on this podcast, the more energy you can have per cell, the longer you're going to live, the more vital you're going to be. So to your point, the less electrons you have, the quicker you're going to age, have any type of disease, whatnot. So to your point, by consuming antioxidants, whether it's food or supplements, you're accruing more electrons. So you're balancing that more energy per cell perspective. Same thing with light. You're, you're inducing electrons into a specific organ, thus you're increasing the energy. And like, like we're talking about from a bioenergetic perspective, you're doing an anti-aging treatment, so to speak. Absolutely. And another thing that you talk about there, the energetic body with... So <laughs> bringing back neuroenergy is light. It's biophoton communication. So our brain is communicating with biophotons. So when we're inundating our brain with these biophotons in our spine, which is all of our meridians, all of the health of our organs, you put a pad down the back and a pad on the head and you're doing pretty good. 
because you are increasing the bioproton communication, the neurocommunication throughout your body. And that is only going to preserve your organs as well. So they're not going to die as quickly. They're going to be more effective at what they're, they're needing to do, excreting toxins and so on. And then the other piece that was interesting that you're talking about, it's, it's that voltage, you know, it's the light bulb of our brain. You will see that you put these light therapy just on my random clients. I did like everyone, even if they weren't an athlete, even if they came to me for some autoimmune or health type of thing, they will access more memories because we really disconnect and disassociate from memories as well as, as the brain starts to die, these whole traumatic memories that we didn't even know were there we can bring those back online and then are able to reprocess them and integrate them in so that you do continue to heal from your adverse childhood experiences. And it's not locked in your nervous system. There's this whole work around it's doc- Dr. Homer's work. <laughs> he still has a clinic. He has since passed, but he still has a clinic in Germany that has like a 98% success rate in killing cancer or, or stopping cancer where these individuals were given no hope. But his whole principle is around energy and it's being maladaptively distributed throughout the nervous system in the body. By reprocessing these things and bringing back and inundating positive, good energy and looking at the emotional aspects of things and trauma, that's how he was able to heal people and his clinic is still able to heal people. So these are quantum physics concepts, but hypnotherapy was a quantum physics technique and it has been around since... Freud's time in the 1800s. So the stuff's not brand new. And then even light therapy and the different colors of light and what they do on the body has been around for you know decades as well. So they're not completely new concepts, but it just seems like people are just kind of afraid of it. You know, and I would even have athletes come in and the parents, young teen athletes and so on, like, well, we just they they told us psychotherapy at children's hospital. And and I don't know about these other things. And so I have to hand them a packet of peer-reviewed studies for them to understand, you know, why we're doing what we're doing and how that's really going to be the other piece that will push the recovery and allow for that blood flow to come back, allow for that neuroenergy to come back, allow for the brain to detox, allow for that tau protein to flush, and then allow for more of those memories to be accessed and that neurocognitive symptoms or maladaptation to go away. And so they're back at their functioning speed. I was just going to ask you, that was one of my questions is, in this world of allopathic medicine, and that's kind of how we were indoctrinated as kids, young adults, adults, that you go to the doctor, you go to some sort of allopathic physician to get whatever illness or disease or health condition you want to deal with. Whereas you and I, when I was treating people consistently, were, were using quote unquote alternative treatments, albeit backed by science. So how do you convert someone when... <laughs> When you know what's best for them, I think you kind of explained it, but when you have someone who's especially difficult to convert, you know, how do you express that what you have is is likely the answer? Literature for one, but having them go through the process because they feel different. You literally feel different with these techniques. So I like to just walk people through processes. Like I'll take a coach through all these processes for him to send me, you know, his athlete referrals of these kids struggling or something because they feel different. They think, holy cow, this is interesting. And I'll even, like I said, draw on the electrodes and do a QEG and take them through the process and then do another QEG so they see for themselves that their brain changed, but they feel different. So I think that that's the thing too. You don't know how good you can feel until you feel good again. (laughs) And so that's one of the things with the light therapy, I think is really profound. And then with the chronic pain syndromes and so on, like 
people don't even know what it's like to be out of pain till they're out of pain. And we know that the light therapy stops that pain cycle cycle, and you can dose it within like the two to three hours, just like an opioid. And Pat Carnes, the um, athletic trainer, he's still down in Denver and has a private practice now and is not traveling with Avalanche anymore every other day. But he has been able to, with a lot of retired players who don't want to take opiates, particularly because maybe they had had some issues with them or something during their playing time, he's dosing them and teaching them how to stop pain even post-surgery. And we're talking like pretty major surgeries, like hip replacements and so on. And I had a US ski teamer at one point in time who had torn his labrum and the Oxycontin made him so ill as Sedman Hawkins, he was not going to take it again. And so I ran right up there. It's like, all right, I'm instructing how to use this little laser. We're going to, you're going to dose yourself. So, and that's what he did. So that's another piece here. And I know that um, James Carroll went, it was right before COVID, but they went in front of Congress in DC and were saying, hey, we know how to end the opioid crisis. We don't need opioids. We can use the light therapy. Right after he did that, I got to train under him, which I was like, starstruck he came up to seattle i was like oh my gosh <laughs> john's feral light therapy from europe over here but very profound good instructor and if people want to know you know more trainings that's the thor laser company and he's a great trainer and then he was the one who talked about the discrepancy in the devices and so that made me really sad to think because i'll have these clients that are getting benefits in the office and they're like hey i want a device blah blah, blah. what about this one on amazon i'm like I don't know anything about the device. We don't know if it's doing what it says it does because Carol had showed a study that only 20% of the products on the market, 20 to 30% were actually doing what they said they did. So that's kind of scary that the FDA will approve some of these little diode lights and saying that they're doing the same thing, but there was no physicist report and there's no peer-reviewed study. And so that's the hard thing. And that's why, you know, I work with the InLight company because I know that they had a research study around veterans that... They had gone a year out, some even longer since the concussion occurred. And of course, we talk about like, oh, you're never going to heal anymore after a year. That's ridiculous at this point in time. But all of these veterans within the study, they are doing hyperbaric chamber currently with the in-light therapy device. And all of them recovered. One of them went on to get his PhD. I mean, it's really cool stories there. But, you know, peer-reviewed study, that's what you need to look for with these devices physicist report peer-reviewed study and i've like harassed tons of different companies you know just be like do you have a peer-reviewed study what's the deal here because it's a super cheap product i'm like this would be great and they're no but we know it does this is this it's like no we don't know it does this is this it's the dosage and it's that you might as well go yep. stand out in the sun compared to some of these products because they're not enough it's a coincidence you bring that up page because literally my episode last week i spent the whole episode talking about this exact topic where I said upwards of 90% plus of these companies are reporting certain light irradiances when in fact they can be 60, 70, 80, 90, even 100% plus lower than what they're reporting because no one has a third-party testing to verify the product's actually doing what they say it does. Not saying they don't, but they don't quote-unquote have proof. So to your point, (laughs) tough to refer people if you don't know the company you're referring or the product you're referring them to does what it actually does which confounds the whole dosage, which you brought up. So if you're trying to treat the brain or you're trying to treat the skin and you have a certain dosage you want to reach, if you don't know the product's producing what it says it is, then how do you know you're getting the right dosage? And this kind of gets into the weeds, into the nuances of red light therapy, because on the other side of the fence, you can also argue that as long as you're getting exposed to red and near-infrared light, to a certain degree, you're probably going to see positive results. But still, it almost comes down to an ethical, moral thing when you're saying, 
my product does this, but you don't have proof, then it's just like, believe me. But we're dealing with serious diseases and issues here. These are people's lives. And so it's one thing if you're just buying a product and saying, hey, I kind of want to have my skin glow more. It's like, well, okay. But when we're really working with these chronic pain things that people can't get out of bed, stroke, concussions where these kids can't graduate from high school because they can't sit in class. I mean, this is really big stuff. You know, this is suicidal veteran. Like, we got to be careful with what we're doing because then they're going to take it on themselves and the shaming, blaming, like, well, it's not working for me. And I don't know why it's not working for me. It works for everyone else. And so you get into a whole other realm there. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And also, I wanted to ask your thoughts on this when you mentioned James Carroll going in front of Congress trying to prove how opioids aren't necessary. That's an interesting mountain to climb on James's part because you're talking to an entity that's closely tied to the pharmaceutical industry. So you get into that whole debacle. And I'm wondering if you have any insight or thought on this. Like, what does James think's going to happen in that situation? Is he just trying to expose the possibility of light therapy knowing the U.S. won't recognize it because there's no money to be made per se? I mean, wh what is your thought on that? Well, and I think it was a little bit within and around because, again, his company is Thor Laser Company. So he probably wants a Thor laser in every room in a hospital, right? Because that's what the nurses, if they would be coming in and giving painkillers, they'd be coming in and doing a 20-minute, well, 5 to 20-minute session. And we know even now some of the dosing, we don't even need to do the full 20 minutes. We've actually seen like you put it on one area for a minute and it's like causing a positive result. But nonetheless, like I think that that, was a little bit of it too. So probably like that financial gain piece. But sure. I also do think that it was genuine in knowing that these people get really hooked on these opioids and that this is an alternative. But it was right before about COVID. And I think that, I mean, I've never heard anything about it. I've never, you know, I know Homblin has left the photomedicine clinic and they're working on us for the project. So I don't know what they're doing there. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, pharmaceuticals are, there's just too much money to be made. And that's unfortunate. And then even when you're talking about supplements, so I find that the light therapy is more beneficial than supplements in some respects, because, you know, even if you're muscle testing someone to take like a nitric oxide supplement, their body may not want it, but it's natural process. It's going to benefit from the nitric oxide. So supplements are interesting, great. If you're getting very good quality if you're taking them out of the capsules, because sometimes we know they don't even dissolve. I think that the light therapy, if you want something to push back the hands of time and to better yourself and uh, optimize yourself, the light therapy will be far more beneficial than supplements in the end, because it's utilizing our natural process. It's just like exercise stimulating mitochondrial function. It's the same thing with the light therapy. And then when you start getting into infrared, it's that heat stress piece with the light, with that wavelength. So it's causing a different reaction on the body than the near-infrared and the red light. So I find that to be fascinating too. So from your perspective, just from a, a lay person who wants to be as healthy as they can be, they're not dealing with any ailments or trying to recover from anything necessarily, how would you tell them to use red light therapy? I use mine every night because it keeps me out of any kinds of aches and pains from my past running and skiing and all that kind of stuff when I was younger. And school bus wrecks and all these things. So I say use it every single night because it's just pushing back the aging process. And if you did work out, you're going to get more gains. There was that one study that talked about 300% more gains that Humblin did within two hours or whatever of working out or um, actually competing even. So it was a really interesting study. 
you're getting more gains if you're working out daily. So you're going to want to utilize it that way. Skin, I mean, look at the skin industry and all these things. Like if you looked at me, you know, I'm almost 40 years old. If you looked at me even nine years ago, before I started using the light therapy, being in the sun in Colorado and up skiing all the time, I had more lines and sun damage than I do now. So I've actually reversed my skin's aging process. So that's pretty profound. So you don't necessarily need to be doing the Botox and all the fillers and all these other pretty invasive wild things that we do that can cause infection and other things that are not um, healthful and and chemicals again. (laughs) Nonetheless, I would use it every day. And myself, I like putting on my brain because I know that there's just aspects of the outside of the brain that starts to, we start to shrink down our energy use within our brain. So putting it on the outside, bringing back that energy so that you're using your full brain. All of our, and I'm sure you know this with brain. So the outside of the brain, you know, our free movement movement and feedback loop. Well, look at individual with their gait, look at individuals with walking, their stability, all those pieces. By putting it on the brain, you're improving that too. So thinking about those pieces, because that's what leads to degradation and of joints and, and maladaptation and all that piece too. So there's just so many benefits. And then, like I said, keeping your organs healthy, putting one down the spine. So anytime someone buys a, you know, a device for me, I'm saying, okay, put it on the brain, put it on the sternum, put it down the spine. Those are my favorite. And then possibly the belly if we still have a pad left, because some of these pad systems have six pads. So you're able to move them in exactly those positions. And then telling them, oh, the next day, do it in a different pattern if you want to. Put it on the shins, stem cells, and put it on the face, and maybe put it on your liver to help with detoxification there, because our liver is rejuvenating every 90 days, and we can actually really assist that liver in being stronger, because like I said, detox is everything for our health. So putting on the liver, all those good things. Gotcha. And this is kind of not, not a loaded question, but if you can answer it, great. Is there a dosage that you recommend? Because, I mean, there's a lot of things you cover there, you know, covering the brain, the spinal cord, skin, liver. Is there just a general dosage? So these these pad systems do 20 minutes. So I just tell people to turn it on for the 20 minutes because we've seen over time that 20 minutes tended to have a positive result in a lot of issues. However, now they're saying that you don't even go that long. And then they were also talking in the very beginning, you don't want to do more than 20 minutes a day because the body will take... Well, that's been disproven too. The body will just take in the max that it needs, right? So it's not going to overload and stimulate mitochondria or nitric oxide or any of these positive effects. It's just not. You could be really heating up some toxins and metals that are going to cause a little bit of Hexmer or a reaction, you know, where they're coming out of your system if you're not taking the binders and exercising and drinking enough water. But really, it's like going out in the sun. You're not going to sit here and overproduce vitamin D really that 20 minutes is kind of a benchmark for me with people. And then when I'm using my hot laser, I I am still doing the five minute protocol on most spots, just because if someone's coming to me for treatment, we're going to do it like the manual says. But we have seen that even just putting it on the spine and the insertion of that area for 30 seconds to a minute, it's causing a positive result. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so that's what Carl talked about with his big Thor laser. It was calibrated the same as the multi-radiance laser in having the five minute intervals. So it just cracked me out. That, and someone asked, they're like, well, why did you do that? Well, we didn't know any better then. Now we know. It's just kind of funny. So just for reference, what is the uh, light irradiance of those pads? Just for people that are wondering, because 20 minutes of something that's legitimately 100 milliwatts per centimeter squared versus 50 or 25, or I mean, that, that would change the dosage quite a bit. 
I believe they're the hundred. On skin contact, I would take it because they're being used as pads. Yes, yes. I would have to pull up because I do have it because I've got a Carolite system and I've got a Lumaceutical system too, and they're all a little different. Sure. Like sure. The Carolite actually delivers more, but the Carolite gets hot. The mm. Inlight does not. So I know it's the maps. Um, I would have to pull them up and look at their things again. I do know though that they are calibrated to be doing what they're doing. But I do know that the Carolite one has more. And it's, like I said, if you try to do two rounds of that one, it's going to burn you. And I was interested in them because they said that they had such a, but then it kind of freaked me out because it was so powerful. And I'm like, well, it's too much, too much. And so then I went back to the Inlight devices because I was just getting the same results as well. Right. And then what's the breakdown with the jewels on that though? Exactly. Because the big lasers have so much jewels, so many more jewels. And so that's why it's like, like I've got this diver right now that having really bad labrum issues, distance, because we're doing telework. And I really want her to find a laser and not necessarily the pad system at this moment, because we're getting to the point where um, it's very unstable and we could tear it. So I'm more concerned than just the pad home system. I want a practitioner to work on her, a chiropractor preferably. Gotcha. Yeah, there's a lot of variables when you start dealing with different devices, whether it's lasers versus LEDs versus the different light irradiances versus is it a, a panel or a, or a lamp or a, who knows what. I mean, there's so many different devices out there. So it gets it gets a little, could be overwhelming if you're a consumer, especially new to the space and you don't know all the nuances. But kind of getting back to the brain side of things, Paige, uh, one of the things you're really excited about is alpha imprinting. So can you kind of break that down for us? What is it? How do you, you use it? And what, what are the benefits of it? So I've taken the brain spotting process and with the bilateral sounds that you're utilizing there, the aspect of, and I guess I'll start from the beginning. So brain spotting, Dr. David Grant took aspects of hypnotherapy. So the bilateral sound that drops you into the altered state or that focused mindfulness meditative state. And then he took somatic experience. So identifying in the body, the body arousal, this is sports psychology. We talked about body arousal and cognitive anxiety being different. We don't really talk about that in basic psychotherapy, which is fascinating. But we access the body arousal associated with an injury. And then we identify in the visual path a reflexive cue as to where, when they're thinking about and bringing up that experience within their body, where we see like a double blink or a reflexive reaction. Then we sit in that spot. So we're utilizing kinesiology. We'll even cover one eye or the other because the brain operates, each eye operates fairly independently. It will actually resource an experience. So we're covering one of the eyes because you will actually access different memories and information based off each eye. It's really fascinating to watch because on one eye, you'll have them then accessing, going through the experience of the car accident where they hit their head and then you'll switch up the eyes and you'll have them find a, an eye position associated with the other eye and find that reflexive cue again and then have them go back through the story again. And they will remember more or have a different perspective on that story. I mean, it's really cool. But then you're having them come back to the body and seeing if that energy is shifting, which it does shift. It's somatic experience. It's Peter Levine's work. Regardless, so with the alpha imprinting, what I did is I took bilateral sounds and I put in sulfagio frequencies, which drop us into alpha. So when you're going back through those experiences, we're teaching the nervous system, if this does happen again out on the football field, that you're going to stay in alpha flow and you're not going to go to beta, fight, fight, freeze, shut down, muscle guarding. 
So it's an altered state trauma reprocessing therapy. And I've just taken David Brand's layered one more level of the bilateral, but the bilaterals are now solfatio frequency. Solfatios, the Gregorian monks, they correlate with our neuroenergy centers or chakras, whatever you want to say, increasing that energy. But what we know is it drops us into alpha frequency, in which that is flow state. And so then you can entrain also a positive body sensation, that powerful sensation of winning the race. And you can find an eye position associated with that positive one. And then you can recall, direct your eyes in that position and cue the body to have a positive experience to counter performance anxiety before they compete. So you'll see any of the athletes I've worked with with the US ski team and snowboarding, you'll see them at the very top. They'll uh, walk into their eye position to get ready to go because it's their resource spot, it's their flow spot. That's the whole concept around the thing. And uh, Dr. David Grant has a book, This Is Your Brain on Sports, that really talks about uh, the sports work. He's been written about in Performance Psychology in Action, which is a Hayes really standard book uh, about his performance anxiety work. And then he's got the book Brain Spotting. But yeah, it was all his work. And I've just, he's given me the opportunity as being mentored under him the last 11 years. I teach a course on the brain spotting of sports and talk about that alpha piece in there that it's an athlete's tool to utilize. And then even, you know, people can get the sounds. They're on my website and just purchase them. It goes to the very talented sound healer. You would be surprised at how difficult it is to get someone who knows exactly what they're doing with the hertz to do those social frequencies. But the money goes to that individual, but you download them onto your phone and you put on headphones and you listen to it. And you can even daily allow for the nervous system to calm down and entrain it based off of going through the past things that stressed you out that day. So every one of my athletes or clients, I have them doing that for 10 minutes every day. Because 10 minutes, we kind of reset our homeostasis a little bit. So we talk about doing it for 10 minutes at least. You can write out all the negative things that happened that day or just kind of go through them with your mind. And you would, again, I had this done on me since I was, gosh, 18 years old. Um, so I've been doing it a long time, but I still will always listen to my sounds for that 10 minutes when I take the dog out for the last walk. And my whole body will shift and change and relax. So it's really cool. Interesting. So is, I guess you could use it as a type of meditation, right? So does mm-hmm. Very similar. And this is obviously something anyone can use regardless if they're trying to recover from something mental, concussion or otherwise. Yep. Yep. And what it will do, because I put the alpha in there, because David Grant had bilateral sounds, but they didn't have that alpha piece. It can be very activating. So the back and forth, back and forth is what kind of drops us into able to access the traumatic memories and the energetic body, having that portal open. So by layering in the solfagio, it's a resource. So it's helpful when we're processing trauma so that we don't hit the max or get flooded or are too activated. Because when we're reprocessing trauma, it is not comfortable. You know, it's it's overwhelming. We have to go back and fill those feelings that was skimmed over and became resilient from. So it's uncomfortable. And so it's kind of like calm that down a little bit. And but it's in training. So we're going through those negative experiences and re-experiencing being tackled on the football field and then being paralyzed out there and being drug off. How terrifying and scary is that experience? But we're in training the nervous system to think like, oh, but this isn't a bad experience. Now we're in alpha. Everything's good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you could literally, like with every session or like, let's say every couple of weeks, all uh, change what experience or what memory you want to play out and kind of go through that emotional experience. We, we re-imprint our nervous system. We reset our homeostasis based off of 
we're deregulating the amygdala. And what we've seen is that the amygdala gets less active, less neuroenergy to the amygdala and more neuroenergy to the hippocampus. So the hippocampus increases in size. It's like, oh my gosh, which our hippocampus is replaying our experience all the time within milliseconds of the experience occurring. And it is adjusting our physiology uh, based off of our past experiences to tell us if the current reality is a good experience or a bad experience. And so if we have all these negative experiences, they are going to make it so that we're always perceiving everything as negative and bad. No matter how good the experience is, your body's looking out survival mechanism going, nope, one time a car hit us or blah, blah, blah. We can't be walking on the street. This is bad experience. And it's very unconscious. So it's outside of our conscious control and our neocortex, the outside of our brain. But this is, you know, Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton. We have our Patrick Porter, the one with the brain cap device of the audiovisual entrainment. These are, these are the gurus in the industry and in understanding quantum physics because that's what this stuff is. And it's, it's really that simple, though, of going back and reprocessing these traumas and then dosing our body with all these amazing uh, light therapy. It's like, that's really all you got to do. And it's going to reset your nervous system and make you pretty healthy. Yeah, and that's one thing that I think is underrated, whether it's through physicians or from yourself, is our emotions. And I'm just recently reading some interesting books and, and information on this, that we're all energy, but how much of our energy can be dysfunctional or not coherent because of this emotional baggage we're tied onto and all the different organs this is associated with and how it can really change your perspective and, and how you perceive the world. So that sounds pretty exceptional to have something like you're saying, alpha imprinting. It's, it's like a paradigm shift for your entire perspective of reality. Absolutely. And it's a very big paradigm shift in the sports industry because in sports psychology, we talk about strength-based cognitive behavior therapy, motivational interviewing. So we're essentially trying to talk someone out of these negative experiences and creating a different story. Well, you can't talk out that body arousal in that way. The athlete standing at the top of the ski course, their body is still going to respond because it crashed and blew its knee out. And one of the more famous people that's came out and been very vulnerable since her retirement is Lindsay Vaughn, talking about how brain spotting has helped her recover. And she talks about it in her memoir with one of my colleagues, Dr. Mondo up in Sacramento, who she worked with. And so, you know, it's all this just really releasing this neuro energy. But emotions too, you've seen they have the heat sensor. They will show like what happiness looks like, what anger looks like in different distributions of this energy. Well, we don't want random pockets of distribution, not in the brain and not in the body. We want it all to be lit lit up and healthy with blood flow and nutrients going everywhere in that biophoton communication. But emotions have they have so much weight, you know, especially when I'm talking to these teenagers as to why they're doing this. They're like, why do I have to go back to this and tell you that I'm scared of going off the jump? It's like, because think about, you know, these emotions and how powerful they are if we're holding on to fear, if we're holding on to sadness, if we're holding on to these things. It's just like when you take the plant study and you have a plant and all these negative bad words or bad rap that they're playing for a plant, the plant's going to die. You have this plant that's got this positive affirmations going, it's going to thrive. We are all just energy like these plants. And then when we talk about secondary trauma, we all saw it going on with COVID. I mean, COVID was like an experiment around emotions and fear and, well, in my perspective, how awful people got towards each other and how they were reacting towards each other and how one person was anxious about it than the other person. 
Well, our mere neurons and energy begets energy. Our heart rate variability even shifts based off of who we're around. So our brain waves are shifting around who we're around and these mere neurons are going on. So the second someone's in a bad, horrible, fearful state and you're next to them, you're getting fearful and overwhelmed and imprinting that onto your nervous system. And so I really saw so much of that going on with how nasty people were getting with each other. I was like, well, this is all fear. Everyone's just terrified right now, you know, and that's why people were behaving not at their, you know, best selves. <laughs> so when we talked about coaches, though, so this is really interesting that their secondary trauma of watching their athletes or the traumas they've endured, their athletes are picking up on that. And so it's all very unconscious. So coaches need to do their work to clear their trauma reservoir or their sports trauma laundry list so that their uh, athletes aren't picking up on that. Is alpha imprinting, is this something that's becoming more, or brain spotting, is this something that's becoming more uh, prevalent in sports, like slowly but surely? Yes. I get people reaching out to me very specifically going, do you do, because they saw me on a podcast or something of that nature and going, I've heard about this thing. I have yips or I have a block. Does this really work? You know, because people are kind of skeptical about it. They'll email David Grant and he'll send them on to me because he's insanely busy, of course, in Manhattan and been doing nearly 80 years old and teaches a lot more than I do. Uh, but nonetheless, it's like, yes, this is real. This does really work. About 12 sessions, 12 to 24 sessions, 24 if we got a full block or yips about 12 if we just want to expand on our performance that it's kind of declined from a sports injury that kind of stuff we get about a mental health result about five or six sessions where the athlete comes out of that kind of neurodepression that we're in now that survival mechanism we see a higher voltage in the brain all that kind of stuff and i've seen the sports results without implementing the light therapy in a perfect world it's the well it's four things it's looking at your epigenetics and seeing what supplements you actually need and what your detox pathways look like then it's the alpha imprinting. Then it's the light therapy. Then it's the audiovisual treatment. So those are my like, if an athlete wants to be or a person wants to be the most healthiest they possibly can, those guys on top, well, with sleep and sauna and proper diet, there you go. You know, that's that's the magic right there. <laughs> Interesting. I was going to ask you is if you would combine those two therapies together, light therapy and alpha imprinting. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, you know, you look at David Asprey and some of his stuff, and it's, he's tried to layer some of this stuff, but he's still missing the mental piece. And so I always look at his stuff like, where is your brain spotter? Where is your, you know, it's just kind of into me because if you're not working on the nervous system, you can do these other things and they're going to be beneficial, but not as beneficial as they could be. That's just all there is to it. We have to work on those emotions. Well, this is really interesting. Are there any other anecdotes you'd like to share, whether it has to do with light therapy, alpha printing, or otherwise, uh, that you've some some pretty profound results you've seen with your clients or athletes? So last year up in Seattle, when I was up in Seattle, it's a teaching naturopathic, very, you know, cutting edge. They're up there like monks or something living in this little area. It's kind of funny to me, but kind of hiding out in some respects, too, because a lot of your natural paths and healers have been ridiculed, you know, persecuted, all these kinds of things for healing people with these things that we're talking about. But I had a doctor send me a woman who'd had three strokes. And I still remember the first day she came in, I had no idea what she was even talking about because we were trying to even just throw on the sounds and do a little bit of the brain spotting and work on things. It was about the sixth session of the, you know, because I did a little bit with her and then it's like, all right, let's just put you on the light therapy now. You know, so later down, put her on the light therapy and audio treatment. And about six sessions, she was back online. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And as an older woman, you know, she was in her late 70s, even a very fascinating woman. I guess she'd been a tailor to Bill Gates's 
mom back in the day and all these really cool wow. things that she was coming back, like back online and telling you all these stories had created one of the first sewing magazines that they'd ever had. Just really cool stuff. But the doctor had heard about the red light and had found me around town because he was so worried about this woman and she was refusing to go into a home too. So there's a lot of variables going on. So we were able to keep her in her home. I mean, this is life-changing stuff, but that was the first time I'd worked with such severe stroke brain injury in that way. And then I had another individual who was this amazing lawyer up in Seattle and had been in a terrible car accident and had metal plates in her brain and was in a wheelchair. This woman was walking and she bought a device and this woman's walking now and able to do some work. She hasn't completely gone back to full practice, but she, I mean, compared to in a wheelchair and not doing anything, I mean, this is unbelievable stuff and really cool stuff. And it's the stuff that you want to see and you want for your clients. Well, so, most profound <laughs> game changers. Yeah. Quality of life game changers. Paige, before we sign off here, are there any other uh, modalities or treatments you see coming down the pipeline or that you're utilizing kind of in the quantum healing perspective that we haven't talked about or that might be seen as new? You know, I think like there's the audiovisual entrainment, which are just sounds and lights and training different brain waves to be active in certain regions of the brain. To me, hyperbaric oxygen chamber, I don't know if we completely call it quantum physics. I mean, it's a, a variation of energy and pressure. But I think that hyperbaric chamber is going to start to be really, really popular too, because there's this Dr. Mindy Peltz who wrote this book fast like a girl, but her work is really amazing because we have so many people who are infertile right now. We have people with all these hormone issues, but she talks about how our glands are not protected by the blood brain barrier. I didn't know that with what I learned in physiology and some of these things. So I thought that was fascinating. But she talks about using a hyperbaric chamber to heal those glands. Well, our glands are our hormones. They are everything, essentially. And so I thought that was so fascinating. So I think that hyperbaric chamber, if people are looking to heal thyroid issues, heal hormones and some of these pieces, that's another avenue. And I certainly want one myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan, huge fan of hyperbaric. Yep. So I think there's that. And then, like I said, Patrick Porter has the brain cap audiovisual entrainment that's pretty cool and then like these mind alive devices and then i guess you know i have a higher dose pemf mat and i tried other pemf mats and devices and i was impressed with the higher dose one i shifted instantly laying on the mat i was like this is really cool so i think they did a good job too with their pemf those kinds of things and then i have a healy i don't know if anyone knows what that is that's energy medicine also and i can feel a shift with that too so that's going to be a little bit of the pulsed energy as well. So just some cool things and just things that continue to add to your health, maybe not necessarily treating a condition, but they're all, you know, one of those child's toys where you put the little circles on well, yeah, the, the beads. That's kind of how I see it, right? So you're like, oh, stress of staying up. Well, I only got six hours of sleep working against me. Oh, I ate, um, you know, pizza at that party working against me. So then you've got these other things, the light therapy, pushing it back over here. You got Healy pushing it back over here. So I kind of see it as that kind of balance with our health on a daily basis, that you're trying to counter the good and the bad. And or make your body more resilient to those stresses, right? Well, and that's the other piece too. You know, how much cortisol stress can your body take, right? Yep. Very interesting. Well, very informative page. A lot of new information I certainly haven't heard of. So very, very cool conversation. Uh, lastly, for the for the audience, could you go ahead and tell people where they can learn more about you and more from you after this podcast episode? 
Yeah. So robertsneurotraining.com is my website. And then it's Dr. Paige Roberts on Instagram and then on LinkedIn. Typically, you know, I put more stuff on my website. I'm having it rebranded to drpageroberts.com, but we'll keep my neuro training piece. But I will be putting more literature on there. I haven't put literature on my uh, site for about six years. So more cutting edge stuff on there and then a little more about some of the quantum physics pieces and Joe Dispenza's Bruce Lipton's work. So very cool. Can people contact you, let's say through social media or the website, if they want to ask you questions, you work with people through telemedicine? Yes, I do. So I do all my stuff via Zoom anymore. That's kind of the thing. Like I said, I will sell the devices or direct people to buy the devices on top of, but I really find that I have to be doing the reprocessing work. So I do most of it on Zoom. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, I used to have a clinic, but I got people from all over. So they weren't coming in anyways. So I was like, all right, let's just do, you know, and so they have their sounds themselves. So I'm having them manipulate their own visual path and it works just great. I just have people text me. My number is 1-970-875-4591. It's on my website, but I work that way with individuals of the texting or the emailing is keyroberts at robertsneurotraining.com. Awesome. Yeah, we'll put all those, all that information in the show notes, guys. So if you want to go check it out, just check out the show notes uh, for all the links and information to go learn more from Paige and potentially contact her if you could use her expertise. But again, Dr. Paige Roberts, appreciate your time. Appreciate everything you do. We're cut from the same fabric in the sense of trying to heal and, and treat people from an energetic perspective. So love what you're doing and I'll be following you a lot going forward and I'm excited to see what you're doing in the future. But without further ado, guys, This has been a fun episode Uh, for Dr. Paige Roberts. This is Dr. Mike Belkowski signing off another episode of the Red Light Report. And you guys have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to the Red Light Report. If you like what you heard today, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and other podcast platforms to help spread the word so other people can learn about the many health, wellness, and longevity benefits of red light therapy. If you're looking for more educational content, check out our Instagram page at biolite.shop and our YouTube channel, Biolite. I'm Dr. Mike Belkowski, and I'll see you on the next episode.